Hello and welcome to the End-to-End Football Podcast, episode number 8. This week we review the matches between the last 16 teams in the English FA Cup and UEFA Champions League. Welcome to the End-to-End Football Podcast, where we get stuck into the fast-paced world of Premier League football. With big on opinions, low on facts. A podcast that is based on our own opinions about the goings-on in the English Premier League. We'll be running through all the games, all the gossip on a weekly basis. So stay tuned and check it out. Let's get ready to rumble! Hello and welcome. You're here with myself, Stuart, my two co-hosts, Kuda. Say hello. Yep, alive and kicking. Live and kicking. Good man. And Sean, how you doing? How's it going? I'm here. Good man. So, right, so we're going to get right into this one. FA Cup, some, well, two giant killings in the FA Cup. We'll start with the first and probably the biggest one. 120 years since the non-league club has made it to the quarterfinals of the FA Cup. How do you think this one went, fellas? Jeez, you kind of threw me off there, boy. You started off with a stat. But it is a special, it is a special. <laughs> <laughs> oh my day. I'm, I'm, I was very surprised by this result, mainly because, as we always say you're here, Burnley at home, Fortress absolutely majestic. More. Exactly. Yeah. Absolutely majestic for them to lose to a non-league team. With, they made some changes, but there was still quite a lot of first-team players. Um, very, very um, surprising result. And a 90th-minute winner as well. It just makes it that much sweeter, doesn't it? Definitely. Smash and grab, as they call it. Smash and grab. They, they like If you watch the game, the opportunities that Burnley had, especially being at home, they should have put some of them chances away. Gray missed some golden opportunities he did. Yeah, I was going to say, Andre Gray had some, some fast, yeah. fantastic opportunities to, to put them ahead as well at that stage of the game. What about old Joey? Joey Barton, oh, back to his oh, same old tricks. Thought it was yeah, a days. complete disgrace myself. With disgrace? The, 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 yeah, the stamping, the stamping on the foot, even you though the commentators co- and everyone else brushed it off as nothing. Nah, mm. man, you might as well just call him a WWE wrestler, him. Oh, my days. Yeah, he's absolutely ridiculous, man. This guy. Yeah, a lot of people say, you know, he's a good player and all this kind of stuff. Well, not in my eyes, he's not a good player. Sort of average, maybe above average on his day player. Yeah, exactly, man. And that stamp as well, you know, I, I didn't like how the commentators, like you said earlier, just try to play it down. They're like, oh, you know, it's not that bad. It's a stamp. You know, whether you lightly touch the guy's foot or, you know what I mean, proper dig your heels in, you know, stick your studs in, like, you know what I mean? That's a red card. Should have gone. And, and to top it off, yeah, he yeah. tries to stamp him, goes round him. The guy is putting his arm up to point to say, yo, what's going on? And then he goes and hits the guy's hand and then drops down feigning injury. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely ridiculous, man. This guy... And this is the same guy as, you know, before. What happened to him at Rangers? Yeah. You know, fighting with his teammates, all this kind of stuff. Always controversy with this guy, man. You not I mean, think he gets guy. a bit of a light ride of it as well because he was an English player. If that's a foreign player going down like that after getting contact like that, because let's be honest, he brushed him with his arm, if, yeah. if that. Yeah. You know what I mean? If yeah. that's a foreign player going down, oh, he's a cheat, he, they brought diving over here. Look, it mm. seems like just because it's an English player now, it's like, oh, it's okay, it's Joey Barton. He's, he's got that in him, he's got that in him. And how do you get away with that palm and that slap on the face? Right in front of the referee's eye. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he's he should have gone for that. Clear as yeah. day. How, how, he got booked for it. How do you get booked for raising your arm to an opponent? I swear that's a red card straight away. Instant red card. And then you got Flanagan come in and, and pushed him as well. That match, that match was terrible. The, the referee should, should get some sanctions on him for that, for failing to control <laughs> the players, I think. I also think as well, it's one of those things where, because he's like the media sort of, 
I know there's, there's certain parts of the media don't like him, but there's certain parts of the media where, you know, they love him. This guy comes on talk sport regularly. Yep. He writes um, articles for certain newspapers on a sells regular headlines basis. headlines as well. Let's not yeah. forget. Exactly. He sells papers. Exactly. And he's, he's someone that can always give them, you know, headlines. He's someone that I think there's a sort of little bit of a loving. He's like a love and hate with him, but there's a certain loving with the, with the media with this guy where, you know, they, they're sort of trying to appease themselves to him. But, you know, this is the end to end football podcast. We don't care. We don't appease nobody. So he's going to hold the L. Yep. For the player this week. Definitely. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> little special there as well, just for real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love it. Behavior. Love it. Ridiculous. But let's let's not take nothing away from Lincoln. Burnley had their chances, failed to put them away. Lincoln pushed and pushed and pushed right until the last whistle and smashed it yep. in the back of the net. And I think I think they've got to thank goal line technology for that. Now <laughs> go back yeah. four years ago, that that sort of goal there. Against yeah. a non-league club, Premier League, I don't think that would have been given. I do not think that would have been given in the slightest. I think I think that would have been ruled out. So, well done to moving forward and getting with technology. So, let's just put yeah, that down as, as, as a tick for the box for the technology because I know there's a lot of haters out there that don't really want technology in the yeah. game. And that just goes to show what a good job that it can do for the game. But, you know, like I said, fair dues to Lincoln as well. They went toe-to-toe with Burnley. Like they they fought all the way to the end. Definitely. Like I, when I watched when I watched part of the game, you could see the defenders. All the players were hungry. They wanted this, and Definitely. this is what you get 100%. with these lower league teams. They want it more than these Premiership teams. They yeah. just they're hungry for it. Yeah, I think, and I that's think, why I'm glad they they knocked them out. I'm glad. Yeah, I definitely think they've got they've got more fight. They had more fight in it, and definitely a manager that's crying out for his team to have more fight. This season is uh, Ranieri. I don't really want to talk too much about about this game, to be honest with you, because there's not a lot I can say for the winning team. Um, But other than that, (laughs) capitulation by Leicester, as per usual. Um, I'm going to let you boys review the rest of this game because I don't really want to say too much. Yeah, of course. You know, Stuart as a West Ham fan doesn't want to give credit to Millwall. You know, anyway, we would give give them credit. Um, You know, this is a team that's knocked out. This is their, what, third Premier League team they've knocked out in a row. You know, that that definitely cannot be um, ignored. It's definitely, but, and the fact that they went to 10 men around, what, 50 minutes? Yeah. You know, you'd have thought the game was over by then, really. Definitely deserves to get a send off for that. Oh yeah, definitely. It was, it was a red card, but you know, they showed good team spirit and all that good stuff. Red card? And, uh, really? <laughs> the, well, the first... To be fair, it was the second bookable offence. Yeah, book but the first one, he shouldn't have been booked for. The first one, nah, he shouldn't nah, have been booked for. No, nah, because so the this... keeper had it in both hands already there and he goes in. I mean, that, that's that's born and bred South London really, isn't it? So, you know what I mean? Whoa. Just, violence is not the answer (laughs) and then the second one second one he's got no arguments with that he's got to go that could have been a straight red keep uh the referee had a had a little bit of a sympathy for him and not give him a straight red two bookable offenses i I don't think it would have been a straight red i think that would have been a yellow card i mean like but to be on a yellow card and make a tackle like that you got to be absolutely out of your mind that you think you're not going to get booked again yeah, definitely. But obviously, you've got to take a little bit of caution with Stuart when it comes to his opinions in this game. You know, the claret and blue glasses are definitely well and fully firmly on. That's what I'm saying. It wasn't all right. Everything. <laughs> I'm not seeing too much in this game, to be honest with you, apart from uh, Leicester and especially uh, Akazaki. 
who oh. was on fire last season. Again, it's another Leicester player. Obviously, we could go through Terrible. the whole team like we have done throughout the past couple of weeks. But I mean, mm. Akazaki, especially this game, had an absolute nightmare. He could have scored abundance of goals. And there was one where he tried to cheeky chip over the goalkeeper. Yeah, why? Just smashed the <laughs> why? ball, mate. Kick the ball in the back of the net. That's all you got to do. That's what I didn't understand. That's the same point I was just about to bring up. He All he had to do was smash it. Your team's nil-nil. You you want to be cheeky. like You want to try and be smart. And look what happened to your team in the end. And all, the, <laughs> all your teammates are going to remember is that cheeky little chip you tried. Really? And it's not as if like, you know, your your team is high flying or the fact that you're in sort of good form as well. You know what I mean? That's the kind of stuff you expect from someone flying high. Not someone that's in, you know, been very poor the entire season, really. To try exactly. that, you know, in this game and then you end up getting knocked out. It's just the, the season just getting from bad to worse. Then they've got Severe coming up, you know. <laughs> right that, 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 that could Nightmares. be, uh, yeah, man. That could be a cricket score right there. But, you know, and then I mean, the next Premier League game as well. Is, is Liverpool that's not an easy game either it doesn't get any yeah, easier for them because then after that it'll be the return leg to Seville so <laughs> oh <Boy>. mate <laughs> I mean like I said at, this, at the top of this review here is Ranieri looks like a guy that is fresh out of ideas he uh, I'm, I'm not for one bit blaming Ranieri for this whole thing but mm. I mean he just he just looks clueless mate he just, he's just looking at him thinking these are the same players it's the same tactics I used what's going on yeah. what is happening he doesn't have a clue and I don't think any of the Leicester players have a clue what's going on hearing Danny Drinkwater the other day with his interview saying we don't know what's 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 going on what, what do you mean you don't know it's three quarters <laughs> of the way through the season mate I think it's about time you, you, you started realising what's going on and start switching it around <laughs> you having a yeah, laugh definitely. <laughs> Some of the things that are coming out, you know, little whispers coming out into the press and all that, whether they're true or not, you know, it's another story, but... It's the fact they're coming players, out. Yeah, the fact, all these stories, because they weren't coming out last season when everything was going mm. all fantastic. Hunky-dory. You know, exactly. You got all these players talking about, you know, now they're blaming the tactics, blaming this, blaming people that have left and blaming... um. People Broken like Mahrez. Yeah, all this kind of stuff, man. It's like, you know what I mean? You need to look at yourselves and take some responsibility. Do you know what I mean? Your level has dropped that much. And it's like, it's gone worse. The season before they won the title, where they just about survived, they're playing a lot worse than that, you know? So it's not like, it's not like, we were, earlier we would have been saying, yep, they've gone back to the level, but they've gone beyond that now. Yeah, they've gone worse than what, what their <laughs> level, mean? you thought they would have been at, but they're, they're worse than that. They're, they're, they're going to get relegated the way they're going. They're, they are going to get relegated the way they're going. Oh, and I'd most be very, definitely. very worried if I was a Leicester fan right now. I would be too, because if you look at it, League One, Millwall against the Barclays Premier League <laughs> champions, <laughs> down to 10 men and they still beat them. Oh, mate, I'll oh, tell you now, I'll be absolutely yeah, I mean, devastated. I, I, I ain't checked, but do you reckon that's ever happened before in history where the Premier League champions have gone to a lower league team and lost while they're down to 10 men? That yeah. <laughs> 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 I swear to God, it's absolutely ridiculous. Man. The situation is mad. <laughs> Another 98 minute winner as well, you know. They yeah. always burn a bit more, you know, than a normal, <laughs> than a normal defeat, man. My yeah. days. <laughs> and then some some unsavoury scenes afterwards. Again, typical Millwall pitch invasion <laughs> at the end. Three fans arrested for a free. Need I say more? Let's let's move on to the rest of the results of the FA Cup tie. So we've got Huddersfield versus Man City, 
That was 0-0. Middlesbrough versus Oxford. Middlesbrough won it 3-2. And then we've got Wolves, Chelsea. Chelsea won it 2-0. Fulham versus Spurs. Spurs won 3-0. And then we've got Blackburn versus Man United. 2-1. Let's not forget, we don't know the result of Sutton versus Arsenal tomorrow as well. So what... What would, time, would you boys time. notice about the rest of the uh, the rest of the results here? What, what what stands out to you? Well, what stands out to me is the fact that Man City had a Barcelona kit on when they were playing Huddersfield. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> first, first they signed their backroom stuff, then you then you sign Pep Guardiola. I mean, you know what I mean? It's getting a bit ridiculous now. I mean, you might as well change the badge as well. And it was it wasn't even a nice looking kit. <laughs> yeah, the I'm worst sure kit. If... And what exactly? What a week to do it as well. Come on, man. <laughs> Overall, though, a boring game. Fair, I mean, well done to uh, Huddersfield. But I think w- when a lower league team has the first like, tie at home and then obviously they're going to go away to the Etihad for the, for the replay, I think they probably missed their boat in this, in this tie to, to get, yeah. get it over the line. And I think probably Man City would take it back to theirs and probably win the, the remainder of the tie, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think you're spot on with that. <laughs> what about um, Middlesbrough versus Oxford? Do you know two know what? what Middlesbrough back to two two, and then very they're, they're very, very the exciting game. Very exciting game. Good goals in this as well. Very exciting. Do you reckon you ever said that again uh, for a Middlesbrough game this season, Sean? What do you reckon? <laughs> That's why I got a big smile on my face as I said it. <laughs> oh my days! I never saw that coming in this game. Never saw that coming. Not at all. I yeah, mean, definitely. just just Stead's goal. Brilliant, brilliant piece of skill. Side bicycle kick. Brilliant. Yeah, it was nice. Not, not quite as good as Andy Carroll's, but it was. It was. No, no, no. Not as nice. good. It was. It was <laughs> not as good as Andy Carroll's, but yeah, it was good. And the free kick that Chris Maguire scored for Oxford, that was a good free kick as well. Sublime, sublime. The, the Guzan never stood a chance. He thought he he looked at it and thought, ah, oh, this this guy ain't gonna get it over my wall, no problem. And he just slapped it right over the wall, cold it. Lovely finish. Yes. <laughs> yeah, indeed. And I think the, the other results were just teams doing their job, really. You know, Chelsea, 2-0. Standard. standard. Uh, Fulham getting beaten, 3-0. Kane hat-trick, but again, standard. Man United, you would say it's standard, but I think they kind of made a little bit of hard work with it, especially the first half. I thought Blackburn, Blackburn were pretty decent, you know, but then they brought on the big guns, you know, Pogba and, and uh, Ibrahimovic came Ibra. on. Yep, and uh, a good good assist from uh, Pogba, eighty nine mil. Always <laughs> 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 oh, gonna drop it Slapped in. Slapped it in there. <laughs> Slapped it in there. <laughs> but yeah, no, it was a good finish by the big man as usual. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't think anything. But the quarterfinals are gonna be there's a lot of big teams. I think there's gonna be some big clashes. You know, I think at the moment, I think was it five of the. Six top six teams are still in it at the moment, you know. Yep. With um, Arsenal to play tomorrow, so should make for a more interesting um, quarterfinal than what we've been having so far. Let's hope so. Let's hope so. Talk about talk about interesting cup for tyres. Seen as it's a FA Cup special, we use the term special loosely on this show, as you would imagine. But um, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna slip in a little uh, Champions League. Uh, Review seen as some of uh, some of these big teams took a bit of a big L as well. So, <laughs> I mean, we'll, we'll start off with with the biggest one, and it's deja vu yet again for the uh, mighty Arsenal in Europe. 
traveling to uh, Bayern. 5-1. Ouch. Ouch. Oh boy. I mean, <laughs> I know there's a second leg and everything like that, but... Oof. What second leg? <laughs> <laughs> That's done and dusted. Bayern killed it in the first game. I don't care what Arsenal... They could sign Pele, Maradona. They ain't not winning this game. <laughs> it's done. It is oh, done. It is. And if you watch that game, you'd see why it was done. I bet you, oh, the Arsenal fans, they thought they had a glimmer of hope when it went 1-1. They looked like they had that, oh yeah, we're going to hold on to a draw. No, no, no. Bayern had other plans for these lot. Oh, definitely, man. Definitely. Uh, what made me laugh with this one was, not the fact that Arsenal lost 5-1, but the fact that before the match, all the build-up from the fans and, and not just the fans, to be fair, even some of the pundits and you know, the general media was, you know, oh, this Bayern team is not quite the same as what they used to be. Arsenal have actually got a chance. It, you know, the situation kind of reminded me of a tournament build-up for England every time, you know. Yeah. It's to- tournament starts, oh, England got no chance. Tournament gets closer, oh, you know what, we've got a chance, you know. And that's how this one started. It was, <laughs> yeah, 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 we've got a chance because Bayern ain't really doing it like they used to. But what people forgot to add was Arsenal are what they used to be as well. Arsenal ain't changed. It's the same Arsenal. And we saw it. We saw it. That first 25 minutes or first 30 minutes, it should have been 5-0 then. <laughs> uh, it should have been 5-0 then. They absolutely got outplayed. Absolutely outplayed. And then, you know, how are you going to let Robin cut in to on his stronger foot? It's a disgrace. Oh, yeah. That's ridiculous. I mean, how long ridiculous. has that bloke been doing that for? That same exact move. And <laughs> The worst thing is... It wasn't even that. He didn't even do a trick or anything like that to trick him into... Show him in on, on the inside. All he done was a little little jink, and that was it. He was he was showing him onto the left side. He was like, "Go on, Robin, have a pop with your left foot that you're famous for." And <laughs> then you see the result of it. It's silly, stupid, naive, naive. Yeah. That is the only word to sum up Arsenal in Europe, and obviously when it comes to the latter stages of the Premier League as well, because they're just naive. And you got to blame Wenger at times because his tactics. It's just naivety. What exactly. That's what I mean. It's just naivety. He just turns up every game playing exactly the same way. Now you've he's earned plaudits for many a years about how he sets up a team and fair play to him. But to not have a plan B for so many years, I mean, come on, mate. This is your this is your job. You get paid a vast amount of money to be a football manager. When I'm playing football manager on the computer, I've got two tactics at least. <laughs> so why in real life can you not have two tactics? It's ridiculous. <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> hey, sounds like Arsenal. If you're looking for a new manager, Mr. Fortune, Stuart's the man. <laughs> hey, sign me up. Turn, I'll take half up with of his wager here and be well happy with that, mate. <laughs> you turn up with his laptop. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it? My days. No, it was shocking, wasn't it? I mean, even the, the equaliser, I, I thought they were a bit lucky to get that. I mean, technically, yes, it is a foul, but, you know, Lewandowski's trying to clear the ball and Koscielny kind of gets his foot in the way, really. Do you know what I mean? And then they get a penalty and, you know, the guy misses twice and scores <laughs> on the third time. Good finish for the third time. But again, you know, a little bit fortunate. And as you just pointed, if you've now, you're 1-1, away go, you would think, okay, even if, you know, whatever tactics you had, you're going to have to change them now because, you know what I mean? At least sit back, maybe put some fast players, you know, add a bit more steel into the, the team. So you can, you're back in yeah. the game. Back in the tie, do you know what I mean? You're back in the tie now, and you can sort of, you know, sit, you know, just hold, you know, uh, what's it called? Sit back and try to hit them on the break, but no, nope, carried on attacking. You know, absolutely embarrassing, absolutely embarrassing. And and again with the whole cutting in, Robin cutting in thing, it wasn't just for the goal. 
the whole game. They kept showing him to his strong foot. I didn't, I didn't get it because I thought, okay, maybe it's just for this goal. But as the game developed, every time it's like, was this some kind of Wenger special tactic or something? What yeah, is he trying to do? It's, <laughs> like, it's I true. I don't get it. It's true what you're saying. And him as the manager, he should have seen it from the first goal. When they went in for the second, when they went in for half time, he should have said to the defenders and the midfielders, stop showing Robin onto his left foot because he will punish mm. you. Mm. They didn't do so. And you know, what's his name? Koscielny gets injured and who gets the armband? Gibbs. Gibbs. I mean, if that doesn't sum up Arsenal, I don't know what, what does. If that doesn't sum up where Sanchez is off to in the summer, I, I, I don't know what does. <laughs> I don't know what does. Let me tell you that. that. That is the biggest sign in in the universe that Wenger thinks he's gone and Sanchez is gone as well. He's they're, they're, Both of them ain't sticking around next season. I guarantee you that. No, it's, it's embarrassing. I find it absolutely embarrassing. You know, a team that moved to the Emirates to to compete with the likes of Bayern, you know, and you're going over there to get batted 5-1. You know, on a regular basis. For the second year in a row. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's absolutely embarrassing. You know, you start, you know, the, the, the phrase delusions of grandeur starts to, you know, come to mind, you know, when Arsenal are concerned in Europe. Well, the not just definition in Europe, of in insanity, well. mate. The definition of insanity. <laughs> Doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. My biggest problem with, with Arsene is like his stubbornness. You know, he's stubborn and he's got this kind of weird loyalty to these nonsense players, you know, the likes of, you know, no offence, but the likes of Iwobi and these kind of guys. When they're ruthless manager, you wouldn't be having a man like Iwobi starting games all the time. You know, you'd be signing, you know, uh, certified players that can compete at the, at the top level if you're trying to compete with the Bayerns and, you know what I mean, and these kind of teams. You know, and he's got this kind of, oh, no, no, do you know what? I, I'm not going to sign Draxler because I've got this little young player here that might or might not, you know what I mean, become a good player. Oh, I'm not going to sign Kante, you know, because I'll, I'll rather sign Xhaka, you know, because everyone's after, is after Kante and you end up spending more on, um, Xhaka than, than Kante. Like, it, it's just a mistake after mistake, same mistakes as usual, you know. It, it goes without saying that he's holding the manager's L this week. Arsene Wenger, this one's for you. You are one pathetic loser. You having a laugh? <laughs> yep. Yes, he yep. is having a laugh at all the Arsenal fans' expenses. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they were f- absolutely fuming, fuming Arsenal fuming. supporters. I don't blame them. I don't <laughs> blame them. Yet. Let's go on to another drumming then. Kind of unexpected Boy. one in some quarters. And as, as you all know, we do have a resident Real Madrid fan here. <laughs> so I'm sure you will have great pleasure in telling you just how bad Barcelona were. <laughs> Absolutely loved it. Best game of the week. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely fantastic. You know, these silly bookies had Barcelona as favourites for the Champions League. You know, once again, you know, it's, it's, it's almost like the, the transfer rumours, you know. Someone does well, oh, let's just write Real Madrid, you know. Oh, you know, I mean, oh, Champions of Champions League, oh, Barcelona. It's just like the go-to team. You don't actually watch this team week in, week out. Look where they are on the table. You know what I mean? Two, you know, there's still a point behind with two games in hand. You know, they're not, they're not playing well this season. And frankly, the curious thing, I'm going to get a, bit, a little bit philosophical. Well, not philosophical, a little bit uh, pundit-wise when it comes to Barcelona this season. They've actually sort of moved away from what Barcelona are all about, which is the team play. Obviously, you've got Messi, so... To a certain extent, you're always going to sort of rely on him. But I think they've over-relied on him this season. You know, he's been, especially 
just before Christmas. Absolutely fantastic. And he's papered over the cracks. And this is the first game this year where he was absolutely anonymous and they were oh, absolutely exposed, man. He was shocking. Only person that actually done anything for them was Neymar. The rest of them, L's for the whole team. If I could do it, <laughs> I would dish them out, man. It was an embarrassing performance. Lovely for me as a Madrista. Absolutely beautiful to watch. And a former Madrid man as well. Having Maria. a fantastic yeah. game. <laughs> beautiful free kick. I don't care about the world. It's beautiful. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> Second goal. Fantastic. Draxler and Draxler as well. This is someone that, you know, was touted as one of the, you know, next biggest things in Europe. But when he moved from Schalke to Wolfsburg, that didn't really work out for him. I don't think he really hit the heights there. Nah, nah. He and sort of went did, under yeah. the radar again, didn't yeah. he? Yeah, exactly. He kind of went under the radar. And then obviously he kind of just, he almost left through the back door to go to PSG. But ever since he's, he's, he's turned up there, yeah, he's been fantastic. He's showing the kind of potential that everyone thought was uh, what we're going, we going to see. And then... The ultimate Giroud, who are, this is the rich man's Giroud, uh, Cavani. Another man that has to miss 25 sitters before he scores a goal. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this guy is, uh, absolutely ridiculous. But yep, yeah, fantastic finish, but you could have scored banger, about though. three others. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I'll, I'll leave it to you boys. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought, uh, to be honest with you, I don't really have a lot more to add to that because, I mean, you, you touched on the Di Maria goals and the little, mm. uh, Jeru Cavani uh, similarities there. <laughs> I loved it. Rich man, rich man. <laughs> Jeru, love it. <laughs> the, yes. the, what about you, Sean? Anything to add on that? I ain't got nothing to add on that. Only that Barcelona were just really poor. They just, PSG was just cutting through them. Messi had an absolutely shocking game. Ah, I just don't know what to say. What can Anonymous. you say? 4-0, they got a hiding, is it? It's done. Is it over though? Is is it over? Can they come back from it at the, at the camp now? Uh, everyone's saying it's over. And, you know, from a logical sense, it is over because I think PSG will be able to get a goal. And once PSG get one goal, yeah, you know, Barcelona, but yeah, Barcelona got to score six. You know, I don't see that happening. <laughs> but, but, and there's a, li- a big but to be fair, and that's Lionel Messi. He's, he's to me the only player in the world that can turn this tie around because he can have one of those days where he can bang in four goals, you know what I mean? in like 30 minutes and all of a sudden <laughs> you've started the game the, back, the game is back to square one so as long as Messi is fit they've got, they got you know got 10% a chance, chance. <laughs> yeah, 10, not a big chance 10% chance yeah, but yeah. you know and all because of Messi really not because of anything else <laughs> nah man I can't I still gotta throw in my guy Suarez he, I reckon he'll have a big part to play in that as well Wow. Not more than Messi. Nah, nah, but not this season. This season he's been he's not been hitting the heights of last season. I think he's kind of he's kind of uh died down. This I think they've last season I think he was definitely the most important player. And the season where they won the treble or yeah, the season they won the treble, I think he was definitely the most important player. But this year, I don't know, I think he's not he's not as uh, integral as what he used to be. Oof. Big shout, big shout. So right, the other the other results in the Champions League. Benfica one, Dortmund nil. I didn't see much of that myself. Uh, but the uh, Real Madrid three, Napoli one. After Napoli yeah. taking the lead, Real Madrid certify themselves. <laughs> that's it. That's it. I'll, I'll just start off. I'll just start off with the Benfica one. That was a bit of an odd game because I only saw the highlights to this. But it looked like that Benfica goal was probably the only chance. Dortmund had a million chances, man. Like uh, Pierre, what's his name? Obama Yang. He missed a penalty as well. You know, it, oh, I wow, think Benfica were totally, yeah, Benfica were totally outplayed in this game, you know, from, from what the replays anyway. You know, yeah. it looks like Dortmund created, uh, loads of chances. I think Dortmund would comfortably win this at home and go through, got in by how that game went. 
But um, moving on to my boys against Oof. Napoli. Do you know what? Do you know what I like on a side note on this one? You know, ex Barcelona legend Maradona turns up because obviously he's a Napoli legend. Turns up uh, before the game to give a team talk to Napoli, talking about, "Yep, I'm with you boys." Blah blah blah. This that and the other. You still lost, mate. Shut your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I thought I'd just start off with that. <laughs> no respect, boy. <laughs> no, no respect. No respect for him. But, you know, the first goal, it was actually decent. Not decent. Very good build-up play, actually. A little one-two in the box. Good ball. I think Hamsik, I believe. Um, into Insignia. Good finish. But the keeper, man, the positioning. Oh, Where is my he? days, man. <laughs> Where, what are you doing? Absolutely ridiculous. He's done this as well a couple of weeks ago against Sevilla. Same thing against uh, Izovatic. Same, 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 um, same goal. Moving too much uh, to one side, offering, you know, a nice, easy sort of finesse shot. Uh, uh, I was upset, man. I was absolutely <laughs> going wild. And then Benzema, who I would call the, the, the richer man's Cavani, he's another man that misses billions of chances before he scores a goal. <laughs> Just keeps on going up in stages. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He, this guy, he goes, he goes, he goes up in stages. You know, excellent assist from Cavahal, uh, a proper right back, not that useless Danilo. Um, you know, outside of the foot cross, nice <laughs> header in. And what I liked with the celebration was that he collected the ball and ran straight to the center circle. You know, what I mean, I was like, yep, yeah, that's what I like to see. That's the attitude. You know, what I mean, because one-one is not a good result at home in the Champions League. And then Cruz's goal, it's like a pass, you know, fantastic goal. And then the goal let's of get, the week for me. Let's get to the one. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the goal of the week for me, Casemiro of all players. <laughs> you would have thought Modric or someone like this would have taken a shot like that. But for Casemiro to do it, it's ridiculous, man. And that, I was jumping around for that one, boy. Just, just for people that to know, that's, that's like Kante scoring a banger. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> your midfield general, isn't he? He's your one that sits there. Yeah. And lets the other yeah, two exactly. play. Exactly, exactly. And for him to hit a ball like that, man, just bowls up to him and he just whacks like, it first time. Yeah, past Reina. Nah, he let you that know. one fly. Yes, yes past Pepe Reina, a, a former Barcelona man as well. I'll just add that in there. <laughs> you know, just <laughs> but yeah, no, no, definitely, definitely. Um, I wouldn't say it's, a, it's, you know, it's the best of results. I think Napoli is still in it. You know, they're pretty decent at home. You know, 2 0. It's possible. We just make sure that we need to score. I think if we score a goal, we're fine. Nothing, as, as you said, the only one. That looks likely to to turn uh, a loss into a win in the second leg would probably be the Dortmund. I think the other yeah. ones have uh, signed their signed their checks already. Possibly Barcelona <laughs> with the the Messi equation, but other than that, it looks yeah. pretty much all wrapped up. Yeah, done and dusted. Yeah. I don't I don't see Barca turning it around. Nah, nah, nah. I think PSG will score, and once PSG score one, it's goal, definitely a long it. shot. It's a long shot. It's a, it PSG, they have to keep a clean sheet to have any hope of doing anything in this time. Well, if Barca do win that game, it won't be enough to go through. I don't see it. But stranger things have happened, eh? Very true. <laughs> exactly. let's, let's, let's get back onto the, the bread and butter. Let's, let's have some 100% predictions going on now. Oh, yes. Boy. Oh, boy. Here we go. <laughs> We've got Chelsea versus Swansea. i got Chelsea for 3-1. Oof. I got exactly the same score Chelsea 3-1 uh, Didn't put Swansea down to score Chelsea 3-0 Right we've got Palace versus Middlesbrough Oh Kuda Oh boy I know oh. Palace have been poor But I'm going to get a goal for 1-1 here You having a laugh? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I've got Palace one, Middlesbrough two. We're absolutely useless. Oh, no backage from the Palace fan there, boy. No, uh, no I've got a nil-nil draw. Boy, you are deluded. <laughs> and we're on to Everton versus Sunderland. I've got Everton for four-nil. Oh, I got I got Everton four-one. The, the old Moisey derby at the moment. Oh, I got Everton two-one. <laughs> We're on to Hull versus Burnley. Burnley away, so I've got Hull down for 2 0. <laughs> Same exact score, Hull 2 0. Burnley oh, are useless away. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Did you look, look look over each other's shoulders right in his results? <laughs> I've, I've got a hole to win 3 1, as you said, Burnley away from home, man. West Brom versus Bournemouth. I've got Bournemouth for 2 1. I've got West Brom 2 1. See, you got got it mixed up with each other that time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I got a 2 2 draw. 2 2 draw. And here we go. We're on to Watford versus West Ham. I've got Watford for 3 2. <laughs> oh boy. Do you know what? I wanted to put a Watford win after what Stuart said about them. But, <laughs> but no, no, I'll come to my senses. I think I think West Ham would do it. They're in good form. 2 1 West Ham. Uh, like, like, like everyone said, West Ham better not lose to Watford. Let me tell you, after everything that I've said about this podcast, I've got West Ham to win 3 2. Spurs versus Stoke. I've got this down for 2 2. I've got Spurs 3 2. Got Spurs 2 1, unfortunately. Then we've got Leicester versus Liverpool. I've got Liverpool for 3 1. Same exact score once again. <laughs> <laughs> Liverpool 3 1. <laughs> I got Liverpool down 4 0. I think Leicester are going to have oh, an absolute boy. nightmare week. And that will be the end of that for Ranieri <laughs> after that game. Oh, boy. <laughs> and the final game, which will be the EFL Cup final. Woo! We've got South Phantom versus Jeez. Man United. Mm. I'm going to go for South Adam 2-1 <laughs> Typical Liverpool fan yeah? I've got <laughs> I've got Man United to win this 2-1 After extra time I'm going to go a bit extra After extra time oh, for no, this I'll, one I'll win even more extra <laughs> Match to finish 1-1 <laughs> After extra time 2-2 two, two. And then Southampton <laughs> pull it off 6-5 on penalties <laughs> Up the Saints <laughs> Okay well, there you have it. Spend your money, as we always say. Yeah. Well, don't do it, actually. Don't spend your money. <laughs> as, as you know by now. Exactly, as you know by now. <laughs> these predictions are usually absolutely terrible. But anyway, in any case, uh, if you've enjoyed listening to the podcast, please make sure to subscribe and leave a rating on iTunes. It would be much appreciated. Please. And uh, we'll see you next week. Peace. Later. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.